0: This is Try Me A River, a new triathlon podcast where we look at everything that is great and good in the world of multi sports There are brilliant podcasts already out there, some of which I listen to and love like the Inside Tri Show and the Oxygen Addict podcast, and I thoroughly recommend that you go and listen to those too. What I intend to do through this new podcast is give you half an hour every couple of weeks while you're sat on the turbo trainer or on the commute into work or struggling, slogging away on the treadmill, I just want to provide you with 30 minutes of catch-up on what's been going on in the world of triathlon. We'll be looking at the latest news. We'll be looking at what's happening in the ITU World Series. We'll be counting down to Tokyo. And every episode, I'll be giving you a new race that you personally can sign up for, take part in, and let me know how you've got on. So that's how things are going to operate. It'll be nice and straightforward. My name's Stephen. My experience in the sport of triathlon is that i'm a bang average triathlete i enjoy it i love going out for long days on the bike interspersed with many cafe stops i enjoy the longer distance stuff i've done a few long distance races i've even tried my hand at the world of ultra running in the past year i just like giving anything a go and i think it was that attitude that got me into the sport of triathlon in the first place i liked swimming i liked getting out for the odd cycle I'd always done a spot of cross-country running, so I just lumped them together. I'm not especially fast, but I love it. I think it's a great sport, and I think it's something that everybody can and should try. So I hope that you get a little bit of that enthusiasm from joining in. But at the same time, I want to offer something different in that we are looking at the people who are tearing up the triathlon game people who we should look up to and admire not necessarily people that we can ever be just as quick as or just as good as but it's a fun sport to watch and I feel like with so much media attention going to things like football and rugby and cricket as great as they are I feel like more of a like deserves to be shown on the sport of triathlon and that's what i hope to do so please join me every couple of weeks we'll put out a new one of these and i'd love you to get involved so please do get in touch first up on the news it's the coronavirus story and the effect that that has had on so much of everyday life we're starting to notice it more and more trying to wash our hands more trying to touch our face less it's also had an effect on the itu season already the first event in abu dhabi this weekend has sadly been called off so the itu released a statement earlier this week saying that the event in abu dhabi has been postponed as a precautionary measure to reduce the spread of covid19 novel coronavirus ITU went on to say that they, the local organising committee and the Abu Dhabi Sports Council, are looking at possible dates for relocating the events later on in March or April. They said that the whole world triathlon family, including our athletes, coaches, officials, staff and volunteers, consider the WTS... Abu Dhabi one of the most outstanding events in the calendar and we all want to continue to work together to provide an excellent event for all athletes to shine and for Abu Dhabi to show their excellency organising sporting events. So who knows what'll happen next? It's all a bit of guesswork at the minute as things are still relatively unknown in terms of the virus's capacity to spread and how severe or not it might be. Hopefully... Things can settle down soon, though, and we can stop worrying about stockpiling toilet roll and paying a fortune for hand wash at our local supermarkets and get back to watching world-class triathlon events again. Next up in the news, Helen Jenkins is back. A few weeks ago, Helen took part in the Ironman 70.3 race in Dubai and finished a brilliant fourth in a time of four hours and eight minutes, an excellent time, only months after giving birth to her second child, and considering only two years ago she was having spinal fusion surgery. It's a remarkable comeback. The two-time world champion crossed the line in Dubai, only 90 seconds off a podium spot, and now has her eyes firmly fixed on restarting her triathlon career. Whether that means continuing in middle and long distance racing on the Ironman scene or, against all the odds, trying her hand for an Olympic spot. She's a really brilliant athlete and an inspiration for a lot of people in the world of triathlon, especially here in the UK. Having won the ITU World Championship in 2008 and 2011, she also agonisingly, only just missed out on the medals at London 2012 when she found herself running with that front pack right up until about one or two kilometres to go. No other British female has ever won multiple world titles. Helen is a legend of the game, and it is great to see her back. Next, could the Ironman brand be up for sale? It's undeniably an iconic brand, But I personally have always preferred the smaller, cheaper iron races. The two long distance ones that I've done have been in a very small scale. I really like how those ones foster amazing bonds between you and the other competitors. You know, when there's only 10 or 15 of you hopping into the water, the freezing icy water at half five in the morning. And you bump into them at different points throughout the day and you feel like your best mates forever by the time you eventually reach the finish line. Still, Man as a brand is massive and it's it's growing all the time with bigger numbers keen on going long year by year. Maybe it's the temptation for some of getting that M dot tattoo. Maybe it's just increasing numbers of people experiencing a full-blown midlife crisis. But there's no arguing that the distance and the Ironman brand itself still have monumental appeal and the Kona World Championships remain one of the most exciting and eagerly anticipated days in the whole triathlon calendar. Anyway, just last week, it emerged that the China-based sports marketing group Wanda Sports Group, who... Bought the Ironman business way, way back in 2015 for $650 million are considering selling up. Now, I'm no financial expert. And these kind of money matters often confuse me and my little brain. But what we do know at this stage is that Wanda Sports have seen their shares drop by 46% on the trading floor since just last summer. And after they decided not to enter talks with the professional triathletes organisation last year, who were keen to step in and buy Ironman, it appears now that Wanda Sports could well be tempted to listen to what the PTO might have to offer So this could be due to mounting debts for Wanda Sports, who have apparently got a total debt of about $967 million. And the word I've been hearing in the press is that they're looking for at least $1 billion for the sale of Ironman. For those of you who aren't familiar, the Ironman-branded series includes over 170 races every year all around the world, taking place at both half- and full Ironman distance and if you haven't had a look at the eye-wateringly expensive entry costs for some of their events you might not realise why it is such big business. Representatives from Wanda Sports have so far declined to comment to the press regarding the sale so I guess it's going to be a case of watching this space and just seeing what happens. And finally on this week's news, while we're on the topic of Ironman, for any of you keen beans doing Ironman UK this year, it has been announced that there will be a new bike course in this year's event. So the race is being held in Bolton as usual and will take place on Sunday the 12th of July this year. But in an attempt to make the course faster, the new route will have a 650 metre reduction in overall elevation compared to last year. So some of the undulating climbs have been taken away, as have two of the very long technical climbs through Eccles Hill and Black Snape. However, organisers insist that the three-lap course will be much more spectator-friendly, which is only a good thing, allowing uh, your friends and family to cheer you on on your way multiple times over so there you have it if you've been umming and dying about doing an Man event and you live in the UK this could be your chance for a faster time than you thought possible on a flatter course and you can bring the whole family along for good measure it is selling out fast though I should say and only a few tier 4 entries remain at get this £465 a pop what was i saying there about iron man entry fees if you have signed up why not give me a shout tell me what what do you make of the new bike course how's your training going is this your first shot at iron distance i'd love to hear from you so please do get in touch and that my friends is all of your latest news Now, the other big thing I want us to do each time we get together is profile a couple of athletes. So as a way of trying to introduce you, if you're completely new to the sport of triathlon, to the big players in the game or just some of the quirkier figures you might not have heard of, I'm going to take one male triathlete and one female triathlete each time we have a podcast and I'm going to tell you a little bit about their backstory help you get to know them a bit and then the next time you're watching a race on the telly or in real life you'll know who to cheer on and you'll have reason to. So this week I thought it would be good to start off with the current world champions, the best in the game, the ones who dominated last season and that is Vincent Louise from France and Katie Zaferez from the United States. So first up, Vincent Louise is a 30 year old triathlete from France and he's been steadily pushing himself to the forefront of ITU racing more and more in recent years until he finally achieved the moment he'd dreamt of and became world champion last year breaking the Spanish stranglehold I suppose on the title after three consecutive titles for Javier Gomez followed by a hat-trick then for Mario Mola. So, Luis had been threatening since his first professional race back in 2005, but his emergence at the top table of men's triathlon, unfortunately for him, that is, coincided with the golden generation coming through of Gomez, Mola and the Brownlee brothers. For Vanson trying to make his mark at world level in triathlon surrounded by that bunch, it probably felt like what most male tennis players have experienced trying to penetrate the Federer, Nadal and Djokovic era of dominance. You know deep down that there must be a way, but not many people have found it. 11th at London 2012, and then 7th at Rio 2016, Luis is definitely one to keep a close eye on at this year's Tokyo Olympics. Uh, This is a a time of transition, (laughs) pardon the pun, for triathlon at the minute, with new events such as the Super League Triathlon aiming to bring the sport to a wider audience by introducing alternative style races focused on high speed, close-up crowd interaction with the athletes and drama unfolding everywhere you look. Uh, In last year's edition, Vincent Luis ended up as the runaway Super League champion with convincing wins in Jersey, Malta and Mallorca and he's picked up where he left off with two further wins in both Jersey and Malta again in the 2019-2020 edition of the event. The man is versatile and right now he's at the top of his game. Given his current age of 30, we may well be seeing Vincent Luis at his peak this year and with it being an Olympic year that's not exactly a bad time to choose to peak and For those of you who like your workplace romances, he goes out with American triathlete Taylor Spivey. Next up, we've got Katie Zafirez, also 30 years old and, like Vincent-Louis, also won her first world title in 2019. Although, she had been knocking at the door for several years and had been steadily, step by step, climbing the end of season standings one year at a time until she eventually became top dog. Talk about persistence and working steadily towards your goals in life, though. She finished fifth in 2015, fourth in 2016, third in 2017, second in 2018, and then finally champion in 2019. It was just meant to be. On her way to the world title last year, she racked up impressive consecutive victories in Abu Dhabi, Bermuda, and Yokohama before two further wins in Montreal and the grand final in Lausanne. Head and shoulders above the rest, she finished the season with over 800 points, separating her from her nearest challenger Jess Learmonth in second place. And she's another athlete who has embraced the new challenge of Super League racing, with three podium finishes in 2019, including an end-of-season win at Super League Malta, when her par shone through in an incredible run leg to take her away from her rivals in a gripping finale. Katie uh, started out as a track runner specialising in the steeplechase, believe it or not, before moving into triathlon and you can tell she has that background when you watch how she takes it out of the field when it comes to the run leg. She's got serious stamina and a frightening kick at the business end of races. Having turned pro back in 2013, she's only had the chance to compete in one Olympic game so far and finished 18th in Rio. But... I have a feeling this time in tokyo it'll be different with defending champion gwen jorgensen switching disciplines she had thought about doing the marathon and now has reconsidered and is aiming for a track medal so with jorgensen out of the equation katie could be one of the main ones to watch in the women's race at the games she's the one in form and the one everyone else will be aiming for the women's triathlon scene is in great shape these days And with the likes of Flora Duffy, Cassandra Beaugrand, Vicky Holland, Jess Learmonth, maybe even superwoman Nicola Spearig at her fifth Olympics, all chomping at Katie's heels, that race could go down as an absolute classic. And since we mentioned Vincent's other half a moment ago, it seems only right to let you know that Kaylee's husband is the former triathlete Tommy Zafirez, who now spends most of his time taking the most out-of-this-world race photography. If you don't follow him on Twitter or Instagram, do start now, or have a little juke at his website, TommyZPhotos.com. Trust me, the best action photos you will find after every single ITU triathlon race. A very, very talented couple indeed. Now, the excitement continues to build ahead of the ITU season coming back again. As I mentioned earlier, the first race of the season was due to be this weekend in Abu Dhabi because of the spread of coronavirus that has been put on hold. Although, fingers crossed, that will still take place in a few weeks' time. It's still... The one event that's at the Olympics, yes, they're bringing in the mixed relay, but it's still the Olympic distance. It's the gold standard in an Olympic year because you're going to have so many people who want to hone down on that particular distance. So although we are still in pre-season mode, we are very, very nearly there. It is not long now until the 2020 ITU season kicks off in earnest. Let me give you a quick rundown of the seven venues that will make up this year's series of ITU races. So it all starts in Abu Dhabi. Then, after Abu Dhabi, the series will head to Bermuda in April, Yokohama in May, Leeds here in the UK at the start of June, Montreal at the end of June, Hamburg in early July, that is before the Olympic triathlon races in Japan from the 27th of July to the 1st of August, And then post-Olympics, it all finishes up with the Edmonton Grand Final over in Canada on the 22nd and 23rd of August. So in terms of how the points work, this might fry your head, so please try and stick with me. The winner of each World Series event, not including the Grand Final, we'll get to that in a minute, the winner of each event will take home 1,000 points, and every subsequent place in the top 40 will receive 7.5% less than the person above them. You might need to get your abacus out for this. So, for example, the winner in Abu Dhabi will get 1,000 points. Second place will get 925 points, 7.5% less than 1,000. Third place will get 856 points, that's 7.5% less than 925 all the way down to 495 points for 10th, 227 points for 20th, 104 points for 30th, and only 48 little measly points for the person who staggers over the line in 40th. And yes, I did get my calculator out to work through all that. Doing the hard work so you don't have to. The only exception to that point system is in the big end of season finale when there is even more up for grabs so yes everybody will be in a little bit of an olympic hangover but in edmonton the winner will take home 1250 points and everyone beneath them will then once again get seven and a half percent less than the person above them and no no i don't have the willpower to calculate those for you as well once that's all gathered together, points at the end of the season will be taken from the grand final plus the five best other races from one season. Which is nice because everyone's allowed one off day and it means one poor performance in the season won't hamper their chances of a serious crack at the title. Of course, all races won't be done over the same distance as the title aims to reward the best all-rounder, the best all-round male and female triathlete, that is. And this year we'll see five Olympic distance races. For those of you who are new to the sport, that is 1,500 metres swimming, 40 kilometres on the bike and 10 kilometres running. So there'll be five of those this season and then two sprint events. And the sprint events will be in Abu Dhabi and Hamburg. Just to clarify, that is 750 meters swimming, 20 kilometers on the bike, and just a little 5K run. (laughs) However, when I say just a little 5K run, they are doing them in stupid times. Stupid times, like some of the men are dipping under 14 minutes. Insane. As I've mentioned once or twice already, this year is dead exciting because it only comes around every four years. We've got the Olympic Games on the horizon. And each episode in the run up to the main event in Tokyo in August, I'll be spending some time looking at the runners and riders for gold in Japan. So we'll be looking at who are the potential surprises? How will the familiar faces get on? Will the climate feature? Will it be a factor for some? Are there any youngsters who might come out of nowhere and stun us all, take us all by surprise? We'll also take some time to think about who the strongest teams are ahead of the introduction of the hugely exciting and slightly chaotic new mixed relay event which is making its debut in Tokyo. I can't wait for that one. It's going to be previewed in at least one of the ITU events in the run-up to the Olympics. The French team look pretty strong, but it's an exciting one. And there's a few countries in there who could have a real dig at the title. Britain's team isn't going to be too slack. They're going to be up there. America's team will be great. I'd say Australia are in with a good shot. And France probably, probably are still the ones to beat. So we'll touch on all these things over the coming months. But for today, I want to consider the man who probably remains the most well-known triathlete in Britain. But does he still have it in the tank? Can Ali get three in a row? In top form, Alistair Brownlee is untouchable. At least that's how it's been for the last two Olympic cycles. Even though he's had troubled times with injuries over the past decade, including an Achilles tendon tear that led to him installing this underwater treadmill in his back garden for rehab, he always seems to peak at exactly the right time. Even though others might have had the better of him in mid-season events over the years, Ali always comes good for the Olympics. In London and Rio, he has decimated the field to such an extent that on the run he's been able to wrap himself in a flag and walk over the line on both occasions. Yes, he's been stepping up to Ironman events over the past couple of seasons and doing very, very well over long distance too. You wouldn't put your money against him being secretly in training right now. I know I wouldn't for a shot at completing a hat trick in Tokyo and achieving a feat that is probably unlikely to be repeated in any of our lifetimes if he manages to get the three in a row. He could do it. I'm sure he'll be there. He'll probably keep a very low profile in the next couple of weeks and months. But yeah, I'd I'd say he's going to be one of the three British males. And you'd be hard pressed to find somebody who'd bet against him. So can he get the hat trick? We will find out later in the summer. And just before we go, I want to try and do something every week to keep you involved, to make you feel like you can go out there, take these inspiring stories of the people we're watching and give it a bash yourself. See how you compare against the greats. And we're going to do that by me giving you a big race. Every couple of weeks when we get together, I'm going to put one big race out there that's coming up in the next month or so that you can go online, sign up to, pull your trainers on and give it a bash. So... This week's big race is an entry-level one. I thought we'd start small, go from a blank canvas. So if any of you have never, ever tried the sport of triathlon before, hopefully this is something you feel that even you could give a go. You can find super sprint triathlons all over the country now, which is brilliant because for so long, I guess in its earliest days, triathlon had only been long distance. Then the Olympics came along, shortening things to Olympic distance. Then it became even more accessible with sprint triathlons. And more recently, in the past number of years, We have seen super sprint triathlons appear and entry-level give-it-a-go triathlons, which are just the best idea because some people who feel apprehensive about hopping in the water or going running because they're afraid they might need to walk a little bit of the way haven't been signing up, but there are more events like the one I'm about to tell you about where you can happily just sign up they don't break the bank either they're usually very very reasonably priced shorter distances friendly atmosphere some of them even let you stop the clock altogether when you hop out of the water until you've got changed into the gear for the bike they're great so I'm going to tell you about one of those now and it's called Go Try and it's happening in Redditch which is just south of Birmingham on Sunday the 5th of April now this triathlon as i said is a super sprint race it's got a 200 meter swim and don't worry this one isn't in a lake or in a raging sea this is in a swimming pool so 200 meters in a swimming pool that is eight lengths then once you get out of the pool you hop onto your bike and go for an 11 kilometer cycle take that at whatever speed you feel comfortable and then once you're back out of the saddle you go for a two and a half kilometer run Lots of fun. Very warm welcome to be had from the marshals, I am sure. It's happening at the Abbey Stadium in Redditch, just outside Birmingham. And it will only cost you a tenner. Now, when you think of some of the prices of triathlons, like even the Ironman UK event I mentioned earlier, costing 465 quid. This is nothing in comparison. It's small change. So get involved. Even if you hadn't entertained the idea of trying the sport of triathlon, why not? This will take you no time at all. Even if your swimming isn't the strongest, do breaststroke, do doggy paddle, hop onto the bike, go for a little spin, come in and do a short run. As I said, that's happening in Redditch on Sunday the 5th of April and the entries close for that one on the 27th of March. So you've got a few weeks get your entries in go for it what's the worst that could happen you'll have a great day you never know you might just catch the bug (laughs) and if you do catch the bug it probably will cost you significantly more than 10 pounds in the long run because you'll soon be buying a fancy bike and getting a tri-suit and signing up for all those races that do cost hundreds of pounds but i will take the blame for that when that happens in the meantime give it a go so it's called go try it's in reddit and it's coming up on the 5th of april And that is us for this time round. Please do come back next time. We'll be doing this every couple of weeks. Tell your friends about it. Tell your family. Tell your cat. Every two weeks, there'll be a new episode of Try Me a River. And hopefully, this is the first of many. I'd also love to hear from you. So by all means, get in touch. There is a Twitter account that you can find at Try Me a River. I'll get an email account set up before the next time. So look out for that. Fire me a few messages. Let me know who do you think are the most exciting young talents coming through? Have you got any big races? What's happening with your summer? Are you going long for the first time? Are you trying a few sprint triathlons? Are you maybe going overseas on a triathlon holiday? Have you even got some new kit or a new a new bike that you want to flaunt? Ultimately I want this to be a show for you. I'd like this to be a bit of a forum where you can send me stuff. We can share it amongst ourselves as a little bunch of triathlon addicts. So look after yourselves and I'll see you very, very soon.